BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Monday morning open? Yeah, I hit the wrong thing. Are you trying to ruin the show? I'm sorry. You're going to ruin the show. Idiot. In fact, it's probably ruined for the day. The show is probably entirely ruined. <laughs> I'm going I'm leaving. What's the point? Live from Studio C. Season your dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels from the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound on Little Wednesday. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, the Minneapolis City Council. Okay. I'll tell you why. Okay, tell me why. Having uh, announced that gigantic settlement with the family of George Floyd, they have now thrown the Derek Chauvin trial off the tracks. The prosecutor said, wait, whoa, whoa, wait. Well, you did what? We can't do this. The defense said, hey, ho, ha, ooh, we can't do this. Whether it continues or not, really up in the air. Crank that music up, Michael. It's an information party. If you didn't come to party, don't bother knocking on my door. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. So, uh, the argument is, 
how can I have a fair trial in a town that just said, yeah, we owe that family $27 million? Yeah, you know, that part was kind of intuitive. I figured that out pretty quickly. Essentially, the city council said, yes, something terrible happened. Although, in a settlement, what they're saying really is it would be more expensive to litigate this than to settle it. But to the average person, it seems like an admission of guilt. And so the defense is, is freaked out by that. But then I read the prosecution saying... A lot of jurors might think, look, the family already got tens of millions of dollars. It's kind of a wobbly case, so never mind. I never even thought of that angle. Yeah, yeah, so the prosecution's freaked out as well. I could see feeling that way, too. And various uh, legal experts and lawyers and stuff are saying, this is just insane for them to to do this right now during jury selection. I I, I don't recall anything like this ever happening before. No, that was weird timing. I would think there'd be some mechanism to... Because the O.J. Simpson thing, the the, the civil case, came long after the criminal case. Right? Oh, yeah, years. Um, Damn! <laughs> Always entertaining. That seems like a better He's way. He's a to, murderer. <laughs> that seems like a better way to do it. But I, I don't know anything about what triggers these trials and the timing of them. You know, and if I were, you know, if I were, uh, let's see, city council member, I guess, or one of the attorneys, I probably would say to the family. And uh, let me say before I say this, I actually, I don't think uh, Chauvin's guilty. Um, of but, which? Uh, of 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 murder. Um, not even third degree? Mm, probably not. Depends what the medical examiner says. But um, having said that, I would tell the family, look, if we can hold off on this settlement for you know another six weeks or so, uh, we'll get a bunch of money and put his ass in jail. So I don't understand who is in a hurry. Whew, I don't know. They might have been telling the family, you're never going to do better than $27 million. Your loved one is dead no matter what happens with Chauvin. Well, and I. You could make that argument, right? Right. And any really sober, reasonable commentator uh, I've read and heard has said it's going to be extremely difficult to get a conviction in this case um, because of the whole drug overdose thing and and his heart conditions and the rest of it and the fact that he was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe uh, long before the cops even uh, wrestled him to the ground. So it could be. The family just said, look, it's not going to help our case, our civil case. No, of course not. If this guy gets acquitted. Of course not. Let's take the money and run. And and that's not, uh, I don't think that's callous. Because what happens to Chauvin has no effect on your loved one's death. No, there's the the need for justice that human beings feel. I don't want to, you know, pretend like that doesn't exist. But uh, all things considered, you know, if that offer was on the table. with justice. <laughs> True. Well said. Yeah, that ought to be engraved in the the steps of the Supreme Court. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'd have taken the settlement. Uh, but at any rate, the the case is now in disarray. I wonder if it goes forward. Hmm. I, I, thinking it might be over, or they're going to move it and then start somewhere else. Would they yeah. start? They, they'd have to start completely over, right? Because you can't. Oh, have, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to jurors wherever they do it. Right, new judge and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the lawyers would probably start from the very beginning of pre-trial motions and the rest of it, and it could be months and months. Now, I, it's not guaranteed that's going to happen, but both the prosecutor and the defense attorney freaked out yesterday. So, if I don't know. both of them think it's bad. Yeah. Huh. I'll be darned. Um, It's teamwork that makes the dream work, and that's why we uh, introduce everybody in the squad. There's our technical director, who's already ruined the show, Michelangelo. Mm. How are you this morning, Michael? 
I'm feeling bad already, but um, no, I'm pretty good. Yesterday, though, uh, my wife's going to know my secrets now, guys. Um, we decided finally to give each other access to our bank accounts so that I could see hers and she could see mine. There you go. So we could share, you know, finances and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking. Do you have just, something to hide? Well, sometimes I stop, you know, maybe at an Arby's or something. Yeah, I spend a little <laughs> bit too much on food like that. And uh, she wants me to eat healthy, you know. And So it's so, like, so she's going to use your bank account to shame you? <laughs> I think you totally it up at the end of the so. month and say, you realize you spent $1,400 on fast food last month. No, it was just to give each other emergency <laughs> access in case there's ever an emergency. There but, you, go. Uh, you want me to PayPal you some funds for uh, fast food runs on the, on the sly there, Mike? <laughs> that would be yeah. great. It'll cost you a dollar fifteen per dollar. You're gonna to have to start using Bitcoin to get a uh, a McFlurry. <laughs> Michael Angelo's gonna start laundering hamburgers <laughs> <laughs> to hide them. Yeah, exactly. So you'll buy a pair of pants, return them uh, on credit card, return them for cash, and then go to fast food. You've yeah. laundered your no, money. That's a good idea. I shouldn't use laundry as an example. That's confusing. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Well, I was prepared to come in uh, today and uh, just express my my sheer, just the volume of disappointment that I, a person of almost 40 years on this planet, had when I realized the four-hour Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie was not available until later on this week when I thought it was going to be available last night. Four-hour Superman movie? Uh, well, it's got it's yeah, it's 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 got the Batman, it's got the Aquaman. Four hours. Yeah, it's the it's the whole Justice Ain't nobody League. Got time for that. But as we just learned, you can't buy a house with justice, so maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe they're yeah. not as take, important as I thought. Take, take that, Aquaman. But, uh, Consorting with whales and whatnot. But a four-hour movie. I wonder why you wouldn't break that into you know a part one and part two and make more money or something. But what do I know? Uh, but instead, I, I will simply bring this delightful tweet that I saw that uh, made me smile this morning. Fifty years ago, if you wanted to see a picture of a raccoon, you either had to already have it or drive to the library. Yep. And a raccoon in a funny hat? Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. I'm sure our encyclopedia set probably had a picture of a raccoon. Uh, but if we didn't have the, if, if we had lost the R <laughs> book somehow <laughs> in a move, I'd have had to go to the library. Now somebody I get, spilled a Coke on it. It was all gooey. Do you want a real raccoon? Do you want a cartoon raccoon? What do you want it wearing? Do you want somebody sexing it up? What do you want? I've got, I can find it on the internet for you. Do you want a gif of one playing a piano? <laughs> Give me a minute. Oh, boy. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is uh, uh, Tuesday, March the 16th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at Mark. I'm kind of immune to COVID. I haven't gotten it since COVID has started. I've been out and about. So if you're trying to have a good time, just come no matter what. I'm guessing that's some of the spring breakers across the country that are having a good time, COVID-free. And that we're supposed to be aghast about and judge harshly and outraged. Mm, I, I think I figured out what was going on. It's pretty obvious. Ob- obviously obvious. Mm. Uh, it's a chance to have pictures or video of girls in bikinis. <laughs> it's like when Bill O'Reilly used to do his, you know, uh, the problem with teenage strippers. And then he would run B-roll <sighs> of hot chicks dancing around a pole the whole time he was doing his news story. Right. College girls leaving campus to strip. Right. Yeah. And, and then so he could run. So that's, that's you know, I saw it in the New York Post. I saw it on TV. It's a chance to run footage of chicks in bikinis on a beach. 
and thinking they'll get your eyeballs for a few seconds. And then they go ahead and grab a quote or two from old man Fauci or somebody about how they're really taking a risk right. by not maintaining social distancing. And so you put a little uh, good old uh, Protestant judgment on them. <laughs> Come on. But there are a bunch of healthy kids that are at almost zero risk. Well, what if they go I've home to grandma? COVID. I haven't gotten it since COVID has started. I've been out and about. So if you're trying to have a good time, just come no matter what. There you go. Uh, then, yeah, you, you have a Fauci quote to put the gloss of news on your bikini pics during your newscast that are exactly. there for uh, people to switch through. Oh, wait a second, girls in bikinis. Let me watch this. But then something about going home and infecting granny. Of course, granny knows that, and the kid knows that, and every friggin' person on earth knows that. And, and granny's so behave responsibly. Granny's had her vaccine, 75% of people that age, so. There I'm scheduled go. to get my jabbing. Just happened last night. Awesome. Came through. Yeah, I signed up the right way accidentally, apparently, and <laughs> I got an I got an email that I initially thought was a scam that was looking for my credit card info. And wasn't the Russians? Yeah. Um, so you getting the the two shot kind? Yeah, I think so. I don't even know what kind of jabbing I'm getting. Where are you going? That's the way. Where are you going to take it? <laughs> Is that an option? The arm, the buttocks, the neck. They gave him a big fat shot in the ass and... <laughs> Where am I going to take it? I'm going to take it right in the face like a man. <laughs> no, I'm going to take in the arm. The jab in the arm. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I have seen the video 8,000 times. Yes. Because they have to show a video of a needle going into an arm if they talk about the vaccine. Because right. I guess we're that stupid. Oh, you mean a shot. Um, what do you mean, kids on spring break? What does that look like? Oh, this is a <laughs> bunch of young people. Look at over flat bellies and big boobs. Right? Look at that there. Exactly. Yeah, yes, TV Michael. news. Uh, the wife just uh, heard my show up and says I'm busted. So that's, oh, that's okay. pretty, uh, you're out of luck. Michael, Judy, and I avoided that situation by having a total of six dollars when we got together, and I owed a guy too. So, <laughs> so it was really kind of a moot point. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. Very cool. nice. We will get to the uh, varieties of news of the day. There's a big tax hike coming. Biggest tax hike in 30 years is coming down the pike now. That's very exciting for everyone, isn't it? Oh, oh boy. Uh, that and a whole bunch of other stuff. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it started out. So Europe didn't have much vaccine to start with, and then yesterday they announced they're uh, they're dumping one of their shots because they're worried about blood clots or something, even though that science on that is not really good. Yeah, I was just reading about that. A concerned listener brought that to my attention. We ought to chat about that briefly. Yeah. I think it's a good example of how journalism does a crappy job on science. Okay, okay. It's the, uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine, right? Yeah. That one's yeah. not being used in the U.S. as of now? Which, as Jack pointed out, sounds like a, a planet that, uh, you know, uh, Elon Musk is going to conquer. <laughs> it takes 15 years to get to AstraZeneca. Uh, at the bottom of this hour, I want to talk about the border situation. Saw a good rundown of that and just how awful it is. <laughs> is it a crisis? The Biden administration doesn't have to call it a crisis, but what would the media be calling it if it was going on well, with Trump as president? Yeah, yeah. Well, probably a disaster, which is what it is. Speaking of disasters, mailbag. Hey! Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day from George Will. I actually have a couple. Some parents say it is toy guns that make boys warlike. 
But give a boy a rubber duck and he will seize its neck like the butt of a pistol and shout bang. <laughs> true that. That is true. Uh, I like this one, though. This is a really good freedom-loving quote of the day, and it's it's almost... It's almost sad. Leadership is, among other things, the ability to inflict pain and get away with it. Specifically, short-term pain for long-term gain. Huh. We have completely lost that in modern politics, I believe. I think the very concept of this is going to be tough for a while, but it's good for the people, it's good for the future, it's good for our country, that's totally gone. Give me money! Give me money! Where my money? I mean, that's it. The juxtaposition of the anger and the jaunty music is always entertaining to me. <laughs> Moving along, uh, BK and Napa writes, uh, I wasn't able to buy my six favorite books uh, from Dr. Seuss, so I ended up buying the Anarchist Cookbook, had it delivered within a day or two. How's that for irony? Wow. BK, you can also get Hitler's classic Mein Kampf. You can get the Communist Manifesto. So, uh, you know. Books that have killed and maimed millions, hundreds of millions of people are fine. But Dr. Seuss, because it's got a slightly funny-looking Chinese guy in a hat, that's no good. How stupid and crazy is a society we become. Speaking of uh, the good doctor, John in Eastern Oregon writes, I was listening to Friday's podcast, blah, 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 taking Dr. Seuss off the shelves. As a librarian myself, I can tell you that our library moved the six Dr. Seuss books, not for canceling purposes, but because they skyrocketed in value and now are instant theft risks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Eastern Oregon's the same part of Oregon. It's a beautiful, wonderful, reasonable part of America. Unfortunately, politics of Oregon are dominated by Portland. Washington, Seattle, California, the big cities. Illinois, Chicago. Yeah, some libraries have pulled them out of the library. Uh, eBay said you're no longer allowed to even sell them used. That's so freaking <laughs> stupid. It is nuts. God, I, I, my fists are balled up. My little fists. I'm not sure who I want to slug, but this pisses me off. You can buy all kinds of Nazi memorabilia on oh, yeah. eBay, but you can't buy th- those particular Dr. Seuss books. Are you effing kidding me? I'm sorry, folks. I shouldn't even use the letter. I'm I can a get a man. watch that belonged to an SS officer if I wanted to spend enough money, but I can't get the Dr. Seuss book. Yep, yep. Love this note from uh, Al Anonymous, I guess. Uh, he's a faggoty, friend of Armstrong and Getty over 10 years, still waiting on my oven mitts. Well, Amazon's running a little bit behind. Uh, $1.9 trillion, guys, um, uh, divided by 158 million households. That's a check for $12,000. And then he goes into how much good that would do people. What about all the single moms? They're frequently held up as the pinnacle of virtue in modern society. Any single mom could do with 12000 bucks. Well, forget about it, you working-class suckers. You get 1400 That's the pittance they're giving you. The other $1.68 trillion is going toward the wish list of a single political party, bailing out public pensions, bailing out blue states that have spent themselves into crushing debt, a cash grab by teachers' unions who have used your children as a bargaining chip, a laundry list of special interest payoffs. Here's your $1,400, you miserable peasants. That's all you get. Now piss off. Oh, and thanks for the votes, idiots. <laughs> and then he signs off KSOK, WCD, keep sticking our kids with crushing debt. Oh, it's Derek the Garbage Man from Oakland, California. Derek, I wish you were Derek the Congressman from Oakdale, California. That screed should have been on the lips of every Republican. Yes, what he just dumped was not garbage, but wisdom. <laughs> Nice. But th- th- how much better was that than the messaging you heard from the floundering Republican Party during the $1.9 trillion porculus debate? I'm not sure they knew what was in it. 
The border is uh, is cray cray. Details on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Yeah, they're from Central America. But you know who else? Iran, Yemen, Sri Lanka. When I walk through the facility, there's more Haitians than any other nationality I saw. And why were they coming now? You ask the border agents, they were shocked themselves because they're being released into the country. So that's Kevin McCarthy. He was at the border yesterday talking about the various groups of people that are coming across. It is a uh, it is a mess down there. Um, if the same mess was going on with Trump as president, it would be getting a worldwide attention and uh, the talk of uh, human rights abuse in the U.N. and all kinds of different things. But Oh, sure. Racism and the rest of it would be on the front page of every paper in America. By the way, I'm going to dig into this a little more, but be, be, before that, uh, coming up a little later, we got to get into the whole... Does it turn out that three feet is far enough to be apart as opposed to six feet and that they oh, knew yeah. it was three feet all along? Now, originally when I heard that, oh, does it make that much difference anyway? 
Yeah, the, the the reason it makes so much different is that's one of the biggest reasons I've used for keeping the schools closed. School desks, baby. And if that's it turns it's out all about. if it turns out the science said three feet, then the whole six feet thing is a little maddening. But anyway. Well, and honestly, you could have had the kids piled on top of each other like puppies in a squirming ball, and they would have been fine, too, and that science has been settled for quite some time. But anyway, back to the border. This is from the New York Times. Worth noting, because it's taken Bigfoot media a little while. They've been kind of slow to report on this border situation, but the New York Times really brought it today. U.S. struggles to shelter surge of migrant children at the southern border. Listen to this. More than 9,400 minors arrived along the border without parents in February, a nearly threefold increase over last year at the same time. Migrant children are being forced to sleep on gym mats with foil sheets and go for days without showering as the Border Patrol struggles to handle thousands of young Central Americans who are surging across the southwestern border, some of them as young as a year old. Uh, days without showers, one-year-olds in a giant group of children. Wow. Children are arriving in groups and alone, some of them clutching phone numbers of relatives scrawled on little pieces of paper, according to court-appointed lawyers who are monitoring conditions on the border. Many of the children interviewed by lawyers in recent days said they had not been allowed outdoors for days on end, confined in their overcrowded tent. And or cages. Tell me what kind of headline that would be if Trump were president. Yeah. When the lawyers say the kids say, yeah, we've been locked inside for days without showers. Uh, in an overcrowded tent. It's an urgent situation, says Alicia Welch, a lawyer who visited. These children are caught up in a crisis. Uh, they've got a, uh, she visited a holding facility for migrant children in Donna, Texas. It was built to hold 250 people, but last week was holding about 1,000. That's jamming people in there. Operators of private shelters along the border said the number was expected to increase substantially between now and June and said there appeared to be no government plan in place to handle any additional increase. Another giant headline, if Trump were president, that would appear that there's no plan to deal with the giant numbers that are coming. Some of the children told the visiting lawyers that there were not enough mats available for sleeping, forcing them to sleep directly on the ground or on a metal bench. Many said they'd been confined to their crowded room for the duration of the stay. Again, this is the New York Times. I'm not reading from Fox or something like that, where you can make a some sort of claim that it's an attempt to bring down Biden. Boy, I'd like to go off on a tangent. We don't have to now, but what does it say about the New York Times? This is remarkable. Is it that the, the case of the youngsters down there is so compelling they've... They've forgotten their partisan uh, leanings, or or have they found their sanity, or they remembered their journalists? I don't know. I I don't know actually. I think it just got bad enough. But again, you got little kids as young as one, crammed in shoulder to shoulder, sleeping on the cement, no blankets, no nothing, not allowed to go outside for days or take a shower, imprisoned in little boxes or tents. Uh one that's horrible for the kids, but you know you got to quit inviting people to this country. Two. <laughs> the politics of it are just unbelievable. Yeah. This was one of the main so-called arguments against Trump about how cruel he was. Putting children in cages. You know, a couple of things. And they're semi-obvious, but they need to be said. Number one, this was completely under control in January. Completely under control. Biden brought this on himself. Two, the only defense against this. Because, you know, as long as people aspire to do a better life, they'll hurl their kids across the border and tell them, hey, look, go to Uncle uh, Pedro's house and, and I'll just keep trying till I get across, which is fine. Same thing I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But what needs to be said is, if the border were impenetrable, say they're a combination of walls and uh, technical uh, barriers and monitoring and, and patrols, if the border were impenetrable, nobody'd send their kids. Yeah. Build bridges, not walls. Say people too damn stupid to be allowed to vote. Back to the New York Times article, Ms. Welch, the lawyer who had interviewed the children, said the lawyers were not allowed by the Justice Department to go inside the facility, but instead were allowed to interview about 20 children brought to a portable unit. That's another um, uh, talking point of people that are really unhappy with the way this is being handled, is they're, they're not letting journalists or, or lawyers into the, the, the facilities. They, they allowed a couple of kids come out and talk to the lawyers, but they're not allowing people in. One child told me that she hadn't showered in six days. Others said two, others three, Mrs. Welch, the lawyer, said. Obviously, the border authorities are overwhelmed with the numbers. She said that most of the children interviewed, who ranged in age from 8 to 13 years, said they'd been in the tent for five to seven days in violation of acceptable practice designed to safeguard their well-being. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas blamed the border crisis on the Biden administration's immigration policies. The Biden administration's reckless open border policies have created a humanitarian crisis for unaccompanied minors coming across the border. With no plan in place, the administration has created heartbreaking and inhumane conditions for children who are being held in Texas. This is that is exactly correct, Greg Abbott. Jammed into a room for a week without being allowed to go outside. One kid hadn't had a shower in six days sleeping on the floor. What wow, happens if you build something. bridges, not walls? You get 15,000 little kids in cages and no idea what to do with them. You get thousands of Iranians and Haitians and whoever else, Africans, just trying to sneak into the country. That's what you've wrought. This is just unbelievable. I guess I should be more concerned about the children than the coverage, but and actually, the more I think about it, no. The, the reason the coverage is so important is nothing ever gets fixed if you fall into this one side's evil. Trump did that on purpose because he just hates brown people. Uh, on my side will take care of these kids. No, no, it was a mess under Obama, it was a mess under Trump, and it's a mess now. Congress needs to act and come up with a giant comprehensive immigration uh, system of laws, and then we need to enforce them. Right. Right. Uh, and to your point about uh, griping about the coverage, I think the, if the American people don't get the truth, don't hear the truth, don't understand what's happening now and what it is and what it isn't, which is Trump hates brown people, well, then we're going to have another wave of kids in the cages and then another wave of kids in the cages, then another wave. And a lot of them are going to be recruited by gangs and the rest of it and it's going to be ugly and horrible. We need to get control of our immigration system from the borders to the courts to the programs to the, the benefits or the benefits that aren't given to people who sneak into the country. I mean, we're so far into crazyville. None of these policies make sense. <sighs> I don't know how much they're paying attention to this at the White House, but this could overwhelm them. They could spend, they, they could soon be in a situation where it's the only thing going on in the news cycle. It's the only thing they're being, that, that Jen Psaki's being asked about. And you know, your approval ratings start going down as you see videos and hear more quotes from, mm-hmm. from kids who haven't had a shower in a week and are sleeping on the floor. They, they better get their arms around this somehow. Or if they, if, if people start hearing about, it, so now we're just shipping people COVID or not, we don't know who they are, whatever, shipping them all over the country and dumping them off to get them out of those facilities. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. We haven't even brought up the COVID. I wonder if the New York Times and others are waking up just because they're annoyed. Uh, Jack, you mentioned this, but uh, Sean, play me clip number 65, please. This is Byron York. The administration has denied the press and a lot of other people 
access to these facilities. One of the things that caused the uproar over Trump's so-called kids in cages policy was lawyers visited and told their stories and then pictures got out. The administration has been asked daily, including today, they say they favor transparency, but they have so far not allowed the press or those advocates a chance to look at these facilities inside. And you think the press maybe that might be angry about that? Yeah, I think maybe they're just they're up uh, in arms about their own needs. It's not about the kids. Or there's, it's not even about politics for once. Or there's a line you can cross. I'm just looking at this headline. Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe today, who's had nothing bad to say about Biden and nothing good to say about Trump for uh, for many years. Joe Scarborough faults Biden for permissive border message leading to a surge in immigrants causing the crisis. So there you go. Uh, if MSNBC in the morning is turned on you and the New York Times have turned on you, you're in trouble on this issue. Yeah, well, it's self-evident. I haven't heard anybody make any intelligent claim otherwise. So now they own this. See if the old man can fix it. Maybe right after his nap. That was ageism. That was out of line, and I apologize for it. That was really that was, <laughs> it was cruel. It was uh, uh, uncalled for. It was untoward. Man, do I have a lot of good stuff to talk cool. about today. Yeah. Are you sick of Zoom meetings? You want to get out of them? There's a new app that'll get yes. you out of your next Zoom meeting. I want to hear how that works. Oh, it's so funny. It's so good. I want to hear and how all, that works. All sorts of politics to talk about. All sorts of woke idiocy getting the vaccine out. Oh, and, and a little perspective on the whole blood clotting story, the AstraZeneca mm. uh, but vaccine. We don't, we don't have that vaccine in America right now? That's correct. Huh. It has not been approved yet. Okay, interesting. I heard they're testing vaccines somewhere in kids as young as six months. I wouldn't give my six-month-old the vaccine. No. No. And I'm, I'll take it any time. I'm not worried about it. But six months old, eh, you don't know what it's going to do to a tiny baby yet. And, and they don't need it, really. Right. That seems crazy to me. So the trade-off there seems odd. Anyway, a lot on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One person who got the vaccine this weekend was 18-time Grammy-winning cellist Yo-Yo Ma, who didn't just get his shot, he brought his cello with him. Then, during the 15-minute observation period, played a surprise concert. Okay, that's just lovely, but... Really? How much of a surprise is it when Yo-Yo Ma plays the cello? Oh my gosh, Yo-Yo, what could possibly be in that giant cello-shaped case? I'm going to say a very voluptuous clarinet. Oh, it's a cello? Yeah, yes, we were surprised. That is unnecessarily cynical about a lovely moment. Uh, speaking of the vaccine, next hour we need to talk about Europe is in trouble, man. They are in trouble. They don't have enough vaccine. The one vaccine they, that they, they were leaning on, they've decided they're not going to take anymore. They're getting overwhelmed with these various variants. They're closing down again. They're blaming each other. The population's unhappy. It's uh, it's rough over there. Wow. Wow. That's brutal. Okay. We'll talk about the whole clotting thing, whether it seems legit. It's actually an anti-clotting thing, but uh, with the AstraZeneca vaccine, and, and some of our listeners actually emailed about it and said they were concerned about it. All sorts of great stuff to get to. Let's dive right in. Have you had enough of Zoom meetings? You can't bear another soul-numbing day sitting on video calls. 
Uh, well, maybe you need to get Zoom Escaper, which is a free widget that lets you add an array of fake audio effects to your next Zoom call, gifting you with numerous reasons to end the meeting and escape. Oh, jeez. You can choose from barking dogs, construction noises, crying babies, or even like choppy audio and unwanted echoes. Uh, instead of telling you more about it, we'll play you a part of the tutorial from the website. It's clip number uh, five there, Sean. And right now I'm going to sound normal to everyone else on the Zoom call. But if I go and uh, back to Zoom Escaper, I can add echo to my voice. To my voice. So, I make, so I can make, you know, you know myself, myself, echo, echo, feedback, feedback, delay. I could add, I could uh, add, uh, I could add like a guy crying in my apartment <laughs> or maybe some... Uh, some wind blowing, <laughs> dog, construction noise, crying baby, urinating, go back and you know just do this until uh, no one is uh, willing to be in a Zoom call with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> my roommate is inconsolable about the construction going on outside. I'm sorry I yeah. have to go. They all make sense to me except for the grown man crying in your house. <laughs> oh, my God. And I like the way he just layered him up. Yeah. You know, Jim here echoing. There's somebody sobbing in the middle of a construction site. And it sounds like you're peeing. So if you want to just take a break, we'll talk later. You know why the dogs are barking? Because you can't stop peeing and crying at the same time. It's weird. <laughs> so most of those are funny, but the Echo one and the, uh, they didn't demonstrate it there, but if you can do the, uh, like the choppy internet feed, those ones are guarantees to make people want to reschedule, right? And the key is, especially with the Echo, you gotta, no, I hear you guys fine. What, what? I'm doing what? <laughs> So it's uh, fine on my end. <laughs> as amusing as the app is, Verge News uh, reviewed it. Uh, one of their their news editors, uh, the urination sounds very fake. Also, I'm not entirely sure what the plan is to sell this as a reason to leave a call on the construction. This sounds like he literally stood in the middle of a construction site. I think the sound needs to be a bit more muffled to sell it, but it's very good. Who's the grown man in your house crying? Exactly, my the man, the man weeping. Those are the sobs of a broken man. But who's crying? Is it your roommate, your partner? <laughs> the bad connection. This one works really well. Your audio is coming through broken up and disrupted. Get off the call. Echo, Sh- extremely annoying and convincing. Sean, I really like the line of It's fine on my end. That's uh, yeah, great. Know. Did you check your settings? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here live. I'm I just a had cat. another call I'm before this. It worked great. I'm not a... I'm not a... Yeah, that's another good line. I just did a Zoom call and it was it was fine. It was, yeah, and and was I hear fine. you guys fine. Yes, make it make them feel like it's their internet. <laughs> he reviews the wind. If you were trying to skive off work, I'm not sure how you'd convincingly sell gale force winds in your own office. And then the uh, the upset baby. That baby sounds decently upset. This is definitely something you should go and check out. Go on and take care of your baby. Well, a strange man crying in your home will make your baby cry. <laughs> Hey, uh, Joe, who is that? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I I feel like, and I, I don't have any idea if other people feel this way, but I feel like, so I, at the beginning, Zoom meetings were wherever they were, and then we all started to think, hey, this is working great, and productivity's up, and I like this better. I feel like that may have turned 
And maybe we don't like Zoom meetings better and being away from the office as much as we did during the summer. Yeah, well, there are a lot of things in life that seem fine for a while. <laughs> and then you start to get uh, blisters. They start to rub a little bit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like we've stopped going to Sonic on Wednesdays uh, after school because we just can't eat any more Sonic ice cream. <laughs> and it seemed like a great idea. Good it was, it's going to be a family tradition forever. And it lasted a couple months. And now we're just like, ah. Hey, I'm going to throw up thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. This segment brought to you by Sonic Drive-In. Oh, we have the uh, Zoom Escaper and the uh, the uh, auditor- or the uh, tutorial rather at armstrongandgetty.com. But, so, uh, so click on that. Have fun. But so you think there is a chance of that, that people decided, you know what? I don't know if I could do Zoom meetings for the rest of my life as opposed to going into the office. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to somebody in the financial industry yesterday, and they said their productivity is still uh, off the off the charts, and they have to tell people stop working so much. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think it varies person to person, I industry would, to industry. I would like to see a breakdown of teams that were already together and switching to Zoom calls versus creating a new team that has no established relationship doing Zoom meetings all the time. Oh, I think there's an enormous difference sure. between the two. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and classrooms, as we've discussed oh, many times, yeah. as the kids have been sacrificed on the altar of the teachers' unions. Never forget. Yeah, I was actually thinking last night about a little screed I wanted to do about the evil, evil people that are involved in the teachers' unions. You cruel people. Oh, I was going to say, if you uh, if you find yourself waking up in the middle of the night for some reason, that's your guilt and shame for, uh, for uh, making children miserable. And it's uh, perfectly earned. Yeah. Toss and turn all night. Yeah, you've made a deal with the devil. If you're coming for your soul, gets to you at some point because high school kids are committing suicide and little kids are having to take anxiety medication because you won't allow them in school and there's no reason, there's no science for keeping them out of school. I hope you can't sleep at night. Now, if you're shocked by that screed, for goodness sakes, don't spread an Oprah Winfrey meme of Oprah reacting because that is digital blackface. According to the Wokeshivists, okay. using an Oprah meme is digital blackface. That's an interesting new term that I need to be aware of, so I don't run afoul of it for about half a day. And man, Europe is in trouble. They ain't going to get to herd immunity this year, it doesn't look like. Armstrong and Getty. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 